Uh, hey guys, uh, I got a, I got a really important question for you. What? What? What is it? Uh, would you like to rock and roll all night and party every day? I want to kill you. <laughs> I want. I want to literally. Did literally you get the you. disconnect beep? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, anyways, well, welcome to the Mystery Meat Podcast. Uh, I'm Kareem, and today, uh, I, I also I have other people with me. Uh, say, say, hi, say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, That's guys. What, yeah, you told fuck us you. to say that. You didn't give us much direction, you piece <laughs> of shit. Fuck your rock and roll, and fuck your partying all night. I'm not partying with a fucking clown-faced loser like Gene <laughs> Simmons, you dumb Damn. bitch. He doesn't even drink Fago. He probably you know, goes out scary. and drinks diet. Pepsi like a but, fucking bitch. But fuck fire. you, and fuck Pepsi. You know what I think? I think like he he takes like uh like order soda right, puts it in like a dog bowl, and then he just laps it up with his big huge tongue. He probably has done that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that that's what Gene Simmons is actually uh, kind of famous for is yeah, he has like a really really long tongue. Like he has a really really long tongue, so <laughs> he probably just drinks all his drinks oh, right. he like is a, a dog. God. Yeah. And That's the only reason women like him. Um, <laughs> wow. God, God, I can't believe. Okay, we're not even talking. We're not even on Kiss yet. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we have three albums for you like we always fucking do. Uh, we have Trunk Music 3 by Yellow Wolf. Uh, we have Destroyer by Kiss. Destroyer have- of my eardrums. <laughs> And we have Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace by the Foo Fighters. Which so, is uh, infinitely better rock than fucking Kiss. Well, no shit. I um, mean, me going outside and bashing two rocks together is infinitely better rock than fucking Kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come All on. Right. So let's right. uh, get into the first album, which is Trunk Music 3. It's hard to resist the tantalizing aroma and taste appeal of a sizzling hot dog. The nice part of it is... There's one waiting for you right now at the refreshment stand. Okay, so sadly I can't be an elitist because Yellow Wolf, even in at when he was probably most known in the mainstream, still wasn't that well known. Um, Yellow Wolf is a white rapper. He's a southern rapper from Gadsden, Alabama. Um, and Drunk Music 3 is his fifth studio album. What said real quick on Yellow Wolf is that he was born in Alabama but raised in Tennessee, though he claims Gadsden, Alabama. He uh, was signed to Shady Records in January 2011, which is where he released his second album. But he had been signed with Interscope in 2010 where he released Trunk Music 0 to 60, which was a reworking of Trunk Music. So anyways, um, the first time he had any real brush with uh, um, Stardom was when he was on the UPN Network uh, reality series A Road to Stardom with Missy Elliott. I have no idea what that is. This was in 2005. I was a baby, unlike Ruben. Anyways, wow. he'd released his debut album actually in 2005, uh, Independent. It was called Creekwater. It's a really nice album. I would compare it to Eminem's debut album, except I think uh, Yellow Wolf is still like. I think you can still trace his influence right back to Creekwater, while with Infinite, it feels like a very large departure from modern Eminem. That said, um, later that same year, he also released Pissing in a Barrel of Bees, his debut mixtape, which is a mixtape I love, and that we'll review at some point if I can find it. Two years later, he would sign to Columbia Records. 
and released a single called Kickin' from an album named Fear and Loathing in Small Town, USA. But that album was never released, and he was later dropped from that label. He then released two mixtapes after leaving Columbia, Ball of Flames, The Ballad of Slick Ricky Bobby, which is a reference to the Will Ferrell movie, Talladega Nights, and then Stereo, a hip-hop tribute to classic rock. While both went unnoticed, Stereo has been called some of his best work by his fans, and he was a later signed in 09 to Get O-Vision Entertainment and released his debut EP, Arena Rap. So we're going to stop there. Um, I will note that Trunk Music is his breakout mixtape, and that was released 09. So if you want to know what Trunk Music 1 is, it's right there. And yes, there are six versions of the song Box Chevy. He didn't just slap a six on there to be silly. There are six Box Chevy songs. Actually, by this point, there might be more. Finally, regarding the stage name and like his persona on the stage, he's uh, said that his father is Cherokee. In that while he's always just been white, he came up with the name Yellow Wolf from the word yellow, which he claims is Cherokee for son, and the English word wolf. And he says it represents like this duality between, you know, his smarter, more intellectual light side and his aggressive, more survivalistic dark side. That sounds like the two wolves meme, but I don't want to insult Yellow Wolf when I'm already going to rip kiss his asshole apart. So what do you guys think before we get into the album? Well, I mean, he could just became, I don't know, yin and yang. It would probably have been a little easier uh, for people. Uh, at least to me, it would. I, I, I don't it, I don't know if Yella is actually... Uh, you know what? I'm it does not exist it. in the Cherokee language. Wikipedia even says this right here. The word Yella does not exist in the Cherokee language. See the Cherokee Dictionary and the Cherokee Word List at the official site of the Cherokee Nation to look up the actual Cherokee word for sun. Damn, Wikipedia just burns <laughs> this man. Whoops. God. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you sure, Yella? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's not, actually. I don't speak Cherokee, but I'm pretty sure that Yella is is not one. <laughs> uh, I, Despite what I have to say about the name, uh, the album itself is actually pretty good. I, I like his... His style, um, I, I do like the way he kind of like does his fast raps. Some of them are eh, maybe a little bit too fast for me, and I don't I don't always understand what he's saying. That's that's the problem with sometimes when I listen to faster rappers is I don't always understand what they're saying. I have to like go through them multiple times just to understand it, or at least read the lyrics uh, like along when I'm playing the song so I could understand what he's saying. But other than that, I think he has a great flow. I think he has pretty fucking awesome beats. Honestly, he has some fucking kick-ass beats. Um, I'm not going to lie. That, like, I think that's his biggest strong point here is beats, in my view. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I definitely want to give this uh, another listen again in my free time because I, I enjoyed this. I liked some of the vocal effects he was playing with. I liked Trailer Park Hollywood. I liked Catfish Billy too. <laughs> Um, I liked Special Kind of Bad. I definitely want to check out more of his stuff. I like the album art. Uh, it was overall a really good album. I, I, you've, I think you've shared some Yellow Wolf with us before. I have, yeah. Right? I've made you listen okay. to parts of Love Story, and I've probably played parts of Radioactive and Trunk Music Zero to Sixty. I didn't listen to this guy until probably when he did uh, Worldwide Choppers. Uh, I don't know if you remember that uh, song. It's uh, a good song. That's how yeah, I learned about him. Yeah, because like that's that's where I learned about him. But I didn't like actually give him a try until you suggested it. 
but I knew of him because of that song. Man, that is a really good fucking song. I might actually have to uh, listen to that song again. So, like, it's not, like, unknown. I think he's very, very good, honestly. Maybe not. I wouldn't even say he's, like, a unique taste, but I could see maybe why not a lot of people. And I wouldn't say not a lot of people know about him either. He's pretty well known. Um, honestly, I would say he is unique in a sense. He's one of my favorite rappers, I'll admit. And also, I kind of wish he did get bigger. I think he is actually very interesting for a Southern rapper in the 2010s. I think he's a natural evolution kind of of what we saw from, like, Paul Wall and Bubba Sparks. Because we did see a lot of white rappers trying to seemingly emulate, you know, what... Eminem did in the early, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, and that's not to say, you know, they don't have anything else going for them. I just think Yellow Wolf, in a way, is the best. Uh, like, I don't even think that necessarily em- Yellow Wolf was trying to be Eminem. But I do think that his style is a very interesting, you know, evolution of the previous ones. I think he takes a lot of good influence from Eminem without becoming an Eminem clone. Like, in F, um... Something else I want to note with this album, one more thing. I'm forgetting other stuff to note. We'll come back to Yellow Wolf, I promise. But is that this is also his last album on Shady Records. And it was released also on Interscope and on his own label, Slumerican, which he is still on. Um, As far as I know, I don't think there's any blood that led to him leaving Shady. I think he just wanted to go independent. He is one of those those artists, though, that Shady Records really didn't hurt. Like, which I think is a good thing. He he gained a lot, I think, from being on Eminem's label, you know, at the right time. Unlike um, Bobby Creekwater and Ob Trice and a couple others. Right, right. And, you know, also another thing that is interesting to me is, you know, he's collaborated with Kip Rock on a few things. And, you know, he kind of does have a little bit of that Kid Rockish kind of thing going for him. Um, not like, not as not like cheesy and corny as Kid Rock is, kind of, you know, but he does kind of like have that flavor to him, in my view. Kind of, uh, yeah, except it. Kid Rock lies about being from the trailer parks. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Kid Rock. <laughs> uh, fuck, we got, uh, uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to do an album by him one day. One I'm going to rip him apart then. Dude, my mom. Oh, and you know what? I'm just going to save that for the Kid Rock one. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, finally, on the album art, I do like the album art, though I do think he has better album art. And while I do love this album, and I'm going to be giving it an extremely good rating, I do. I think my favorite Yellow Wolf album is Love Story, which I think we may also be reviewing sometime soonish. But in general, I don't think Yella has fallen off at all, even with recent projects. Realistically, for me, I just kind of stopped listening to him just because I got distracted with other artists or I just wasn't in the mood. Um, unlike, you know, with, say, Tech 9 who I think has probably fallen some in quality since the decade started, I think Yellow Wolf is honestly still going strong from what I've heard of his recent stuff. But I also do think this is one of his best albums. Do we want to start ratings or do we want to discuss... Any more on it? Um, I'm fine with ratings if you guys are. Okay, I'm giving it a 10. All right. Uh, I'll give it a 9. I'm going to also give it a 9. And the overall mystery meat, meat sticks is... I'm, I'm rigging the vote. It's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> so that's, that's No, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You're not, you're not the American it's... government. 
We don't, we don't, we don't believe that here. That's a joke. Um, that's a nine point three out of mystery out of ten mystery meat sticks. I wish oh, I did dude. rig it. So wow. um, now let's get some contrast with this next one. Um, destroyed my fucking uh, will to live by <laughs> ass. You know, I know they're called kiss. But they don't make me want to kiss. They make me want to shit my brains out. So tell us about this album, Kareem, and about the fucking band. Destroyer yeah. of hopes and dreams. Who, me? That's right. The one who looks so delicious. Wow. He wants my bacon. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the... Hey, are they metal or rock? Um, Wikipedia said heavy metal... Uh, shock rock. Fuck you. Metal. They are not Wikipedia. metal. You are not calling them Wikipedia metal. I, I, I don't agree either. I don't agree with that either. <laughs> Listen. They are hard rock and they are shitty hard rock. So keep going. Yeah. So they were founded, uh, they were formed in New York, uh, 1973. It was founded by Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Freely, and Peter Chris. And, and a lot of people, you, you, you've seen Kiss. You, you know what fucking Kiss looks like. Right. Sadly. Um, <laughs> Um, but do you know the names of all their uh, personas? Um, I don't give a fuck. I don't I want to. Give a fuck about all no, I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. Uh, there's the demon. There's the star child. Uh, there's a spaceman, and then there's the cat. Actually, Frelly is is also called Space Ace. And so here, let me criticize yeah. these names real quick. Star child. Okay, hippie doing all the acid. The demon, come on, Gene. You know, or actually, his birth it's name is Chime Witz. So he's from Israel. Um, then we have Spaceman. You're not, uh, what's his name? David Bowie. And then Catman. <laughs> Catman. Really? Okay, pussy. <laughs> I'm the Catman. Uh, yeah, but basically, uh, there's like a lot of like they're, they're basically superheroes in, in the in the lore. In the oh, lore. great lore! Yeah, yeah. They, they've had uh, a lot of different TV appearances too. That they saved Christmas in the Fairly Odd Parents. You know, uh, yeah, any of the cool guys to remember that uh, the Wishology trilogy that was pretty good. Uh, uh, that Scooby Doo movie. Well, anyway, let's just get to the fucking. Okay, what movies did Scooby Doo uh, have? On. Come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, yeah. I got. You said that they were in movies. Yeah, they had like a yeah. movie. They had a whole yeah. movie. Yeah, it was like a TV movie, dude. <laughs> that no, that's that's no. You can't, you can't tell me that. Yeah, I thought the, I thought they were only in a, a fucking. I thought the Kiss Saves Christmas was a was a Family Guy joke. No, I Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park, Detroit Rock City. Scooby Doo and Kiss, rock and roll mystery. So there is no Kiss. Um, Mad Christmas TV, Halloween, Halloween oh, well, what, spectacular. What the fuck is kiss saves Christmas. I don't know. No, what that's a Family Guy joke. Well, shit. Yeah, that's a Family Guy joke, dude. Dude, yeah, this is against... worse than the time I stubbed my toe in an IKEA. Quick, I gotta do a cutaway gag. Shit. Uh. <laughs> hey, Lois. Remember that time I lost my taste in music and bought Kiss VIP tickets, and you uh, <laughs> left me for Gene Simmons? <laughs> Don't do it again. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna Holy I'm gonna keep shit. shitting on this band. Holy shit, hey Lois, remember that time I was allowed to talk about Gene Simmons without having to pay a fine? <laughs> that was freaking sweet. Where's my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Lois, remember that time I didn't have a restraining order put on me by every member of the band Kiss? <laughs> that was freaking sweet. Now I can't go near New York. <laughs> also, they had like a Marvel comic. I, I don't know how many issues. Oh, God. And then I think they they said it was like it was inked with their blood. That Dude, was like a marketing. They're too scared to do that. This is this is <laughs> this is Kiss Deep Lore right here. We're getting into yeah. it, dude. God. All right, I, I'm, now I'm gonna get to the fucking album. Okay, so this is uh, Destroyer. It is the fourth studio album released in 1976, and it was the first Kiss album to receive a platinum, which means it sold a fuck ton. All right, let's just get to it. The album sucks. The album sucks. Album hey, Lois, remember sucks. that time I was a member of the band Kiss and they kicked me out because uh, I went, whoop, whoop, uh, yeah, Juggalos. Insane oh, Clown Posse are uh, make, make um, face paint look cool while Kiss makes face paint look fucking um, stupid. You know, I, I would rather ICP get a Marvel comic. Because then they can say that ink is is in Vago, but then I'm worried <laughs> some idiot is gonna try and eat the comic because he thinks it's actually Fago. But Ooh. I'm I'm sure they didn't ink it in fucking Gene Simmons's butt blood. That's that's like believing that they really have a Quran somewhere made out of Saddam Hussein's blood. No, he's too much of a little bitch to sit down for all that blood because he hid in a fucking hole, and that's where Kiss should go. Is that hole? All the way over in fucking Iraq. Well, I got some good news for you, Robbie. Um, they're after their tour. In, the U.S. Uh, government year, up for a hint to kiss? No. Damn it. After, after, after touring this year, they're gonna retire officially. So no more kiss. Wait, okay. Really? Yeah, legit. No more kiss this year. Oh, oh wait a God, minute. So you. they were not captured in Adadar, Iraq, by the U.S. No. by the Fourth Battalion and the Forty Second Field Artillery, and part of the U.S. Army's Fourth Infantry Division. Where the oh, wait, fuck? Shit. No, that did happen. Yeah, I remember that. Oh. I forgot to write that down. Yeah, what yeah, you forgot. Saddam Hussein <laughs> was a founder yeah. of the yeah, band. You remember that, Ruben? It was national news. Yeah, I, oh, wait, I don't... No, I know. I know why you probably missed it. You probably missed it because you know at the same time, um. The All-American Rejects were uh, kidnapped by the Baraka. So I, 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 I hate you. I fucking fucking hey, hate you so Hey, imagine much. a timeline where where Gene Simmons, for some reason his family doesn't immigrate to Israel, but Saddam's does. So you have Saddam Hussein heading Kiss instead of Gene, <laughs> and Gene <laughs> becomes the brutal dictator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why that popped into my head. I don't know if you can publish that on YouTube. But just imagine Saddam Hussein sticking his tongue out at girls. <laughs> okay, um, anyways, before Gene Simmons executes me for um, comparing him to Saddam Hussein. This album is shit. Um, the, it's, uh, my actual thoughts on it actually are less that it's shit and more that how generic it is. At the time, I can probably see why people liked it. But I don't think it ages well at all, even compared to contemporaries of the era, such as Black Sabbath or Iron Maiden, which I hope are contemporaries, right? Yeah. Okay, I cool. Yes. There's a lot of 70s rock bands, 80s rock bands I would consider better, even Steely Dan, which I don't like. Personally, I would still rather listen to them. I just listened to this, and at best, I was bored. At worst, I was actively annoyed. I mean, and, shit, I think Aerosmith was around in the 70s. Yes, yeah, it was. And, uh, yeah, Aerosmith's were. really good. I like Aerosmith. I like Queen. Really, I want to compare this to Queen because it's like, you know, people who hate Queen but love Kiss make no sense to me because Queen, 
you know what? I get not liking them. They're a bit out there, a bit too theatrical sounding, maybe. But at the very least, you know it's Queen. With Kiss, I... How do I identify this as Kiss if I'm just walking around? How do I identify this sound? Just because, oh, you'll know the songs doesn't mean anything. Because, but what, you'll keep rocking. No, but no. like legitimately, Detroit Rock City is so fucking boring. Um, it, you, think, you might actually... There is actually a few songs from them. Like, there's uh, Love Gun, which actually is kind of a fun song. Uh, and then there's also... Ah, crap. Uh... I was made for loving yeah, like you, baby. Yeah, that that's a pretty good one. Honestly, like they have like songs, some songs that are good and they're catchy. Uh, but as a whole, was like a whole album. Uh, it sucked balls. Yeah, it was. Also, bad. I hate rock and roll party. I never liked that. It's song. not even really a song. Like, it's just listen. I know. Oh, haha! Thriller's overplayed, but Thriller doesn't get to me like rock and roll party does i just hear rock and roll party and i hear these old ass motherfuckers i don't even know what they're doing quite frankly you know i only compare them to icp because they made detroit rock city and icp reps fucking detroit i thought these idiots were maybe from detroit then no they're from new york um which you know still cool but it's like again what is kiss's sound what is their actual impact like, how do you differentiate them in 2023 from a band like fucking Nickelback? Like, Nickelback think, at some level sounds better, in my opinion. I think the thing is, I think the biggest strong point was, I think they sold a lot of merchandise. And that's where the yeah. biggest strong point was, is they sold a lot of merchandise. Like, it, the band, it's kind of like Alice Cooper. You take Alice Cooper, right? Alice Cooper has some good songs. But, like, overall, people go to his shows because he puts on an act. Just kind of like people go to his shows because they put on an act, you know? It's it's right. it's just the paint. It's the face paint. It's the fucking it's the costumes and shit like that. And uh, there's a lot of people that like that little niche. And they, they found out kind of, like, how to sell themselves. That's really, the, I think, the biggest thing is they kind of knew how to sell themselves and they made more money off of selling their merchandise uh, off of getting like sponsorships and shit like that. Ruben, you just cracked the code. Right. Yeah. Like also, I've Kiss been seeing, is I was just at... goth before goth. Kiss is the goth before Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Except I'd rather listen yeah. to Marilyn. Uh, what were you saying, Kareem? Oh, I was just saying like, yeah, I was looking at some of their like live performances and, and I, I can see why some people would like, I, I can see why people would like it. Cause it, it looks cool. You know, it's like they're on stage with these, like these, like, like uh, really like designed outfits and the makeup and like, they got the pyrotechnics and smoke. It, it it'd be fun. I, it, I wouldn't like, it wouldn't be like, I'd go out of my way, but if someone was like, if I was with someone and I was having a good time at a kiss concert, I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind. I mean, like, yeah. if you go if you go to this concert, right? Like, I think that's where the fun is. Like, because, yeah, the pyrotechnics, like, I think fucking Gene Simmons even has, like, fire coming out of his fucking... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Fire coming out of his instruments and shit like that. So, like, it's a lot of just, like, <clears throat> a lot of, like, razzle-dazzle kind of fucking shit. I'm contacting the U.S. military because there's oil beneath that stage that Kiss is occupying. <laughs> and it probably, that's probably what 
way they toured so much, too, because, like, their last album was in 2012, and ever since then, they've been touring shit, like, all the time. So, like, the, definitely I mean, the money is in the touring for them. Yeah, the, the money's in the touring, and the money's in selling I mean, that's for every artist. Like, I don't necessarily blame them for selling merchandise or touring. I'm more so just curious about the appeal. Like, I get the concerts are fun. Yes, no, that is a big appeal. But again, like, personally, I don't do concerts. I don't think I necessarily ever would. But, like, I don't know. Maybe you're right. It's more so, this is concert music. This isn't, like, just normal dance music, like Thriller. And it isn't really just a stay-at-home and vibe to it, like maybe Black Sabbath, of all things. It's you have to go to the concert to appreciate, which, you know, is fair. But I also personally kind of want something that at least branches out into one of the other two categories. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, we're fucking sitting down and listening to to their album. <laughs> we're not going to the fucking live performance. Yeah, it should be able to stand on its own as like a thing and not just like an experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, and I I will say this. Um, there's another Tenacious D re-rating coming soon. TM. If I may kick off ratings for this album, um, Karimo ten thousand. Yeah. I'm giving it a one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, um... I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Ooh. Um, yeah. I, I'll give it a one, because again, literally, the only reason I recommended that I suggested this was because I liked Detroit Rock City, and I was obsessed with it for, like, longer than I should've. And that was the only fucking track on here that was even, like, okay. So, yeah, it's a one. Oh, also, I guess the album art's okay, but it makes me think it's some shitty little kids movie. Um, <laughs> by the way, that's a 1.7 out of 10 mystery meat sticks. They're starving. You show us everything you got. Yeah. Against We'll drive you wild. It's driving crazy. You know, they say that when that when Kiss uh, formed, that's when New York City went downhill. So tell us about Foo Fighters, Ruben. Yeah. Alrighty, 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 alright. Chicken, Peter, you just a little chicken. Cheep, 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 cheep. How are you calling a chicken? Uh, so Foo Fighters is an American rock band formed in Seattle in 1994. Two years old uh, in 1994. Uh, I wasn't born. Yeah, I know. I know. You weren't (laughs) born. Uh, Foo Fighters was initially formed as a one-man project by former Nirvana drummer Dave Grohl. Uh, Following the success of the 1995 eponymous debut album, Grohl, uh, who is lead vocals and guitar, recruited a band consisting of Mendel, bass guitar, William Goldsmith, drums, and Pat Smear uh, on guitar. After a succession of lineup changes, including the departure of Goldsmith and Smear, the band formed its core lineup in 1999, consisting of Grohl, Mandel, Chris Shefflett uh, on guitar, and Taylor Hawkins, that's on drums. Uh, so, this band is pretty well known. I mean, uh, its predecessor, Nirvana, uh, who Dave Grohl was a part of, uh, that's a... I mean, if you don't know who Nirvana is, well, that's, I'll probably forgive you for that. Who's Nirvana? (laughs) So Nirvana was uh, a a band that came out uh, in like the 19, like really late 1980s uh, out of Seattle. And uh, they kind of came around, they kind of started the whole uh, Seattle sound uh, movement where it was just a lot of grunge bands just coming out of that part of the, uh, part of the state um 
and it was like uh, Soundgarden, uh, Pearl Jam, uh, and Nirvana. You know, they they came out in Seattle, and they just kind of uh, dominated this kind of music scene for a few, uh, for for a little bit. You know, Nirvana um, sounds a bit overrated, but continue. Wow. Wow, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so Nirvana... So anyways, uh, Nirvana was a very influential band, and Dave Grohl came from that band. So there's there's a lot of history when it comes to the Fighters. I'm sure one day we're going to go through a lot of their stuff uh, and their history. What I really want to get to is their album, which is their sixth studio album, Silence, Patience, and Grace, uh, which came out in September 20. 25th of 2007 so before i probably share a little uh what do you guys think overall of the band and 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 this album well ruben you keep choosing these albums that remind me of other bands in a good way (laughs) when i was listening to this album so i like making comparisons whether they're good or bad and i kept comparing this one to like bring me the horizon or bad flower except there's actual hopefulness in here unlike in something like sympaternal or bad flowers albums um, that said, it's still, I think, a depressing album in a way. It still fits grunge, I think, even though I'd call it more alt-rock. But in general, I really liked it. I liked the singing on it. I don't think I really disliked any song on this record, and honestly, I kind of think I liked it more than even Static X. Um, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest, there's a one Foo Fighters song... Let me find it. So the Foo Fighters song, My Hero, has been so fucking overplayed, and it's not a bad song. It's a a good song. It's just, that's why I never actually got to exploring Foo Fighters. So when you first suggested this, I was kind of sitting there like, oh god, I'm either going to fucking hate this or I'm going to actually like it. And I'm happy that I actually like it, because My Hero kind of... Is fucking overplayed to hell and back, and I'm tired of hearing that song. That's there it. goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I liked it. Um, I've definitely heard the Pretender like a billion fucking times, so I, I didn't mind hearing it again. Um, I, I didn't really have that much of an issue with this album. I and I, I do like Dave Grohl's voice. I, I, oh, also. They, uh, in 2016, because there was uh, rumors of them, like, splitting up, they released a mockumentary kind of poking fun at that. <laughs> and at the end, they're just like, we're not breaking up. No one's going fucking solo. That, 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 that was pretty fucking cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Yeah, um, they're, they've always been kind of a fun band. Actually, if you really look, like, uh, at a lot of their, like, videos and a lot of the shit that they do. Like, um, Dave Grohl is... Probably one of the coolest fucking dudes you'll ever fucking kind of see. That's kind of what I hear. Um, so uh, this is a quote from Dave Grohl on the album's lyrics. Most people think the world begins with their birth and ends with their death. But at some point you realize there's a much larger world out there that will continue existing long after you have made your exit. So I started to take in the big picture and these realizations had an influence on the new album. There are songs about birth, death, and life because my perception of these things has changed radically. So that's uh, that's a pretty cool insight into what influenced the lyrics of the whole album. Uh, and it's kind of like almost like a, a concept album in, in my mind, the way that he described it there. You know what I mean? 
that uh, it's kind of like the same uh, when we listen to uh, um, uh, Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon. You know, there was this theme of life and death and all that kind of stuff going. Although I think Pink Floyd's interpretation was a little bit more, a uh, little sad in my mind. Is a I little sadder. If we want to talk about the concept album thing, then I would also compare it to earlier to Trunk Music 3, which I also kind of view as a concept album. And I think kind of also it goes on similar themes of, uh, I guess in a way, correct me if I'm wrong, of fame essentially not being all that it's hyped up to be and ultimately the also downfall of having it in a sense, kind of. Yeah, and then, you know, the songs of the album are noted for their changing dynamics uh, with, like, the middle sections uh, that turn into this mass orchestrated swarm and ridiculous time signatures so uh and you do hear that you know i mean like you definitely when you go into it like at some point it, it doesn't sound the same you know what i mean like there's there is changing and moving parts to it you know and that's kind of like what i like about it because it does kind of like it's kind of fresh a little bit each time you know not every song is just in your face you know and not every song is super super melodic and it's not even like it every song is about uh, is rock you know what i mean like it could be folky i think there was one song where it was just him playing the acoustic guitar and it fucking sounded great and or uh, there was a there's home where is like a ballad featuring you know Grohl on the piano and it was the best song i've ever written by him so that's pretty cool uh but yeah i, I thought this album was pretty good and i really really enjoyed the hell out of it i think it's kind of like a concept album and if i may start the ratings i'm gonna i'm gonna go with 10 which is 10 out of 10 for me man you know what i'm giving it a nine. Oh, you're gonna hate me wow uh, i'm gonna give it a seven why wow. i mean i listen i like the food Explain fighters your but case. i'm not that into them you know what i mean like wow you're a piece <laughs> of shit damn First I didn't of all, realize first of all, I'd be the good a, one. A, a, dude, first of all, you had us listen to Kiss. I, I know. All right. And this was better. Yeah. Um, that was your first sin, right? And your second sin is you gave this a fucking seven. I, I listen, they're just a band that doesn't click. Now you me. know how I feel when you guys don't agree with me on what tens are. Tubers. This is an 8.7 out of 10 mystery meat sticks, by the way. Yay! Um, I should One also... of these things is not like the others. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, I you know. You. Shut the fuck up, Kurt. I should start apologizing because of a uh, sin I have committed for the next episode. Um, <laughs> there's yeah. this thing called hyper pop, which is hip with the kids, and I don't care about it. But I am suggesting an album, um, a very um, I'm gonna call it an infamous album, um, with a sad backstory that is regarded as proto hyper pop hyper pop is like electro pop on steroids from what i understand i don't know if that's true i have not explored yet but um the album is called my teenage dream ended by Thera abraham and you'll either like this album or fucking hate it and miss kiss i feel like i'm gonna <laughs> fucking hate this album the story is sad oh good yeah good that's story. not that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't I, always capture me. I, I think you're going to hate a Ruben. Well, that's okay. <laughs> okay. What's yours, Kareem? Uh, mine's is Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Pretty safe. Zero out of ten. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty safe. Uh, I went with the safe option, too. I went Tech 9 Absolute Power, but I was based, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make Kareem pick another Kiss album. Please be careful. No, I'm, I'm not that insane. Please, don't, don't. Uh, You're going to make him bro. choose Dr. Bombay. No, not Dr. Bombay. Everybody, every day. Uh, uh, Corey Feldman. Oh, God. Dude, are you serious? 